Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance, also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive, because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. Hello sexies, today I wanted to address something about improving your sex life. Because we're going to talk about thriving sex and fulfilling life in this podcast. And I really wanted to have a reality check. When we want to have better sex, we can find some advice, which can be really amazing and sometimes can also be really shitty, like getting you into more trouble. Try googling how to have a better sex, you'll get either an avalanche of things to buy at various prices or magic recipes that will solve your problem in the blink of an eye. Dress like this, do that, try this position, and blah, 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 blah. You can also find not-so-interesting educational material or video material. There's a lot of things, and let's be real, we might all have tried some things, maybe a few, maybe a lot, and if Some things are really efficient and really valuable. For most of us, we actually went back to the same state. Great. The good news is you actually don't need a ton of money to build a sex toy castle. But if you want to, please do. Toys are amazing. Or pay thousands of dollars to get the unreleased spirit of a great-great-great-grandmother unborn child that apparently decided it had nothing else better to do than cursing you (laughs) just for the pleasure. Disclaimer though, I am a firm believer in energy, the impact of traumas in our lives and a lot of spiritual woo-woo stuff we will definitely talk about. I also have a zero bullshit tolerance and someone pretending to magically fix me if I pay him her X amount of money without me doing anything. That looks like bullshit to me. The good news is most of the work to get thriving sex comes from you. And no, not only coming from how you dress and that kind of stuff, even if that is definitely useful. But most of the works, most of the work, sorry, comes actually from inside. When you think about it, it feels pretty obvious. When athletes want to improve in their field, what do they do? First, even if when they are playing a collective sport, football or whatever, rugby or anything, all the athletes actually don't spend all their time together. Like... They need to practice skills as a team, but also like having to having to go to like muscle building muscle building sessions, they, that kind of stuff. They actually need to spend a ton of time just with themselves on the muscle bench to get the physical shape required. So yeah, 
having thriving sex in partnership will also require you working on yourself and on your own. I promise this can be pleasurable. Because, hey, why wouldn't I become a sexy athlete if I want to? But there's more. Any muscle-building exercise, when you think about it, the exercises are kind of all the same. And somehow there is still some interest at looking at some sports competition because for every athlete, these very common exercises has have to be twisted or adapted to the athlete's flavor, like uh, doing this much or repetitions or that kind of stuff. Because if there was the magic formula with just the muscle building exercise, then everyone would be the same and we will be bored when we watch any kind of sports. Same for sexy athletes. You actually need basic knowledge. We'll talk about that in a minute. And also noticing that you can create your magic recipe. And also actually being aware that some days this recipe will work and someday it will not. That's why I'm always a fan of actually sharing the tools to create your own magic potion at that moment, just because it feels good with what you need right now. And if you want to add cherry on the ice cake with an amazing toy, please do. But the recipe, uh, the recipe for this magic potion of a thriving sex life actually is yours and yours only. That's why I believe when someone actually says they can fix you without you doing anything is kind of a bullshit. So here's a recipe I use to create more and more thriving sex every day. I do want to point out that I am sharing with this with you as a result of my discovery, but you will always be in charge. Here, no magic formula of do this x times a week to see every problem you will have you have magically disappear sorry i don't have that kind of magic trick although what i will say may look like a potion recipe which it is you will discover soon enough that all of these ingredients need their your own flavor because there's no better thriving sex than the one you want so it needs your flavors too First and foremost, you need basic knowledge and not only the how to not get pregnant and the here are all the dangers of sex, the kind of knowledge that says, hey, this is your clitoris and it's huge, like way bigger than a penis and you want to know the best part, it's dedicated to your pleasure. Or the did you know your jizz spot is actually made of sponge tissue so it's normal for it to feel sensitive sometimes and sometimes not. Or knowing, for example, that there is actually no medical condition preventing you from experiencing pleasure and orgasm. Or just the basic knowledge of, hey, you're not broken, the game is twisted. But <laughs> I'm sure you knew that already. But even if you are familiar with your pleasure palace, there is a whole other category of knowledge we need to talk about. It's how to use it. Because very often, we know we can get orgasm from this place or this place. And somehow, weirdly enough, we cannot access it. Or not often as we want, or not the way we want. There is still this crappy idea around 
even if it gets better. I do want to acknowledge that. How magically you are supposed to know what you like and what you don't. And at the same time, we're so afraid of exploring ourselves. So how are we supposed to know what we like and what we don't like? And there's more, because when we feel nothing, when we are physically and emotionally numb, then good luck to finding what brings you actually enough pleasure to climax, if you want climax today, but just good luck to find pleasure if you don't feel anything. So yeah, to actually meet your pleasure palace and use it, use her, it, whatever you wish, <laughs> at its full capacity, then you have to get in contact with that. You need some knowledge and also body reconnection. That's the second ingredient to my Thrive XX magic, magic potion recipe. It is body reconnection. We will talk about this a lot in this podcast. I would like to say it's also something like stepping out of autopilot, feeling your life is just racing forward without you living it. Actually feeling deep in your bones that you are more than a head using a body as a tool to achieve goals. Just stop wondering why you're not happy or when you have everything and everything feels so hollow. That kind of stuff. On a very basic level, there can be a twisty game going on between your mind and your body. The mind actually thinking it knows everything and how it can submit the body because the body is just a tool to help you achieve that kind of goals, blah, 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 blah. Usually, this submission is not really in a safe, consensual and fun way, more with judgments and negative self-talk and other not-so-fun stuff. The worst part of all of this is actually how it can work for some time. It usually doesn't last a lifetime, because what happens is dissociation. So you have your mind on one side, highly functioning, and your body on the other, sometimes not being aware that <laughs> this body is here and has needs too, because you're living your life on autopilot, being there and not there at the same time, that kind of stuff. When this dissociation occurs, then comes numbness, because it's unbearable for a nervous system to actually maintain the sensations of the body and the mind feeling separate, even if that's not the case in reality. So your nervous system is shutting everything down. Maybe at the beginning, it's just noticing that, for example, you're, you don't feel the hunger until you are starving or feeling really low on sugar. Or maybe you have trouble regular, regulating your appetite or you don't know where it's time to get to the bathroom, that kind of stuff. So this numbness arrives in your body slowly but surely. And the only thing is you cannot selectively numb yourself if these basic instincts are getting less and less intention, then you get numb with everything. If something shuts down, then in the end, everything will shut down in, if, in case nothing's changed. 
And then you end up on an autopilot, actually having no idea what is wrong with you and why you're not feeling happy. When you actually think about it, you need your body to be alive. If your body is out, you're dead. When your mind is out, for some reason, you're not dead, at least not on a legal perspective. Your body holds your life energy. Period. Your mind can think whatever it wants, thinking this mind is the one keeping your body alive by earning more money to pay for your food and your shelter. Your mind, your mind itself has no life force energy on its own. Nope. And when we disconnect, we actually lose the connection to the feeling of this life force energy because we are disconnected from our bodies. And that's why we feel numb. I would actually go further with this. Some people might disagree, but I actually believe the real life force energy is the sexual energy more than your body's wisdom. Like the literally life creating energy, because it brings new human to this world, is sexual energy. So when you disconnect to your sexual energy for whatever reason, reason then you disconnect from life. This is the true one. When you think about it, it actually makes sense. Because why so many women would have issues with their sex life and how female sexuality has been controlled and disregarded and criticized over the year. With female sexuality repression, then no wonder so many women feel so numb how actually female sexuality has been controlled, controlled, disregarded, criticized over the years. If you actually want someone to feel like shit, then try repeating their true essence, their life force is bad and should be kept as a dirty secret. And if actually that dirty secret could help them feel even worse about themselves, then that's even better. Yep, that's patriarchal bullshit. Also, like this sexual life force energy creates movements, creates space. Imagine two people, like one fully vibrant, full of joy, happiness, smiling cheeks, laughing, everything, feeling really alive, and another person actually being really stiff, being contained, having a rigid body. Which one do you think is the most connected to the sexual energy, to the life force energy, and actually having <laughs> the best life of ever? the best life of our life in my opinion it would be the first you need that energy to actually have a body that feels alive i would actually go a step further this life force cannot be contained or to contain it or to repress it it requires a lot of energy energy that is not available for something useful like following your dreams or whatever. Sexual energy has always been here and will always be. At some point, it's not possible for this energy to actually stay hidden. It will explode eventually, in one form or another. Either with sexual liberation, which I hope we will get, even if it's getting better, but on a personal level, it can explode with you getting sick or that kind of stuff that is not really something we wish for each other. There is actually some 
other part of this twisting game, like actually really encouraging you to use your energy to repress your own life force. That actually feels really twisted to me. But actually using this energy, containing yourself until it overflows you by getting sick or having an accident or whatever. And also, yes, please feel bad in this process. <laughs> Either feel bad if it overflows you or feel bad because you feel like shit because this energy isn't useful for you. Then, you know, patriarchy can be sure this energy isn't available for actually changing the world. Just saying. I do want to point out something there. If you actually experience of, or have experienced this the autopilot, the dissociation, the numbness. It's okay. It's actually okay to feel that. It is not normal, but it is very usual. And it's okay if you have felt like a lot of us. Our Western culture actually disregards body's wisdom and intuition. We're basically trained from our childhood to not touch this part or keep quiet and stay still or get a, give a kiss and say I'm sorry to this other kid you were just arguing a few seconds ago or nice girls don't get angry, that kind of bullshit. You remember the game is twisted and there is nothing wrong with you, right? Actually, the good news is being aware of this is playing at the moment is a half of the work done. If you're like me, You've been, you may have been wandering around for years knowing something was wrong without knowing what it was, actually getting sick with crappy diseases until you had to start some kind of self-inquiry <laughs> like, and staying vigilant because numbness can come back really easily. That's not normal, but it's very usual and that's okay. When you take the time to think about it, it's really interesting how simple things are, at least conceptually. <laughs> we'll talk about the more practical ways later and in future episodes. But one of the most common roots of a dissatisfying sex life is numbness, body disconnection, emo emotional numbness, etc. Because then there is a lost connection with your life force energy. And actually, the most efficient lifetime, life force energy is sexual energy. So there you have it. Start healing your relationship to your sexuality, reconnect to your body and your life force energy. Then you will know what you like, what you don't like, what you want, what you don't want. Then there is the highway. This is the highway to get a fulfilling life, knowing what you want. And if it comes with thriving sex as a bonus, then isn't that great? I'm not saying this is the only way to, to do it, but from my experience, and I've tried a lot of methods to actually reconnect to my body after unpleasant experiences, healing my relationship to my sexuality has been the most powerful and efficient tool. That's why it has become my passion to share it. And also because it's like a never-ending journey. <laughs> Every time you think you have totally healed something, then something happens and say, oh no, there's all of that? Really? <laughs> Talk about a lifelong journey. 
when you reconnect to your body and your life force, then you can know what you like, what you don't like, because you can actually feel it instead of guessing it. And actually, this creates room for real consent, which, in my opinion, is a non-negotiable asset for thriving sex. Like real consent, consent regarding others, and also self-consent. But we will talk about that later. I actually think pleasure and consent, the combination of the two, is the third ingredient of the thriving sex magic recipe. The fourth ingredient of my thriving sex magic potion is self-love. Or if self-love isn't accessible yet, maybe try something like acceptance or compassion. And if this, even this feels challenging, maybe start focusing on tolerance. Just actually stopping hating yourself. Easier said than done, especially since we're trained to hate ourselves or always want to fix ourselves and that kind of stuff. But we all know that hating ourselves doesn't work. How actually the more we hate ourselves, the more we disconnect, the more we feel bad without knowing why, the more we hate ourselves, the more we disconnect and blah blah blah, like this vicious circle going on. There is this cliche that says you need to love yourself before you can love anyone else. What I don't like about this cliche is that it doesn't come with a manual about, hey, how am I supposed to actually love myself? But I often offer a first step, like actually started to have compassion and acceptance for where you are, what you actually have achieved in your life, and just allowing maybe for a second to be proud of who you are right now is a good first step. Actually, maybe high-fiving yourself inside when you did something good. Looking inside and say, hey, you did a great job there. I'm proud of you. After the two or three first times where it's weird, then it starts to actually feel good. Because, hey, you also have the right to feel good about yourself. You deserve more than hating yourself. And just, you know, having an inside high five can help with that. The fifth and last ingredient in the Thriving Sex Magic recipe is fun. Having fun. So there are many ways to have fun. Maybe that's role play. Yay, role play. It's a good way to have fun. But also, just trying to actually stop taking ourselves so seriously about sex. Easier said than done, I agree. But most of the time we are not aware of how much charge we put on sex. I need to have an orgasm. I need this intercourse to go this way or that way. What is wrong with me? I should know how to do that already. I should say something. And with all of these emotions, grief, traumas, and everything, there is so much charge. An individual charge, a societal charge, or sex can feel so heavy 
of course it's difficult it's difficult to thrive <laughs> and have a thriving sex life if everything feels heavy not saying that this will be easy to let it go but just noticing our tendencies to charge and suppress the fun out of it just can be helpful reminding yourself just a few times that hey actually to have great sex i need to have fun in my life So there you have it, the magic recipe of the, your sexified like uh, thriving sex. Knowledge, body recollection to connect to your life force, pleasure and consent, self-love and fun. What a program, isn't it? Feels so simple and at the same time so complicated. Of course, we will discuss practices, we will discuss orgasms, we will discuss tools and techniques, toys, how-tos. But more than that, I actually wanted to kick off this podcast because it is just the second episode with addressing how thriving sex is more of a matter of who you are, your mindset, who you are showing up in what you want more than how many sex toys you have or how many positions you have experienced or that kind of stuff. I'm sure you knew that already, but I really wanted to address that. If you found that episode interesting, please feel free to share it with a loved one. That's the best way to actually share the Your Sexified Life magic powder to the world. You can also subscribe to the podcast or leave a review so that many more people find about tools and ideas about how to get a thriving sex and fulfilling life. If you're dying to learn more, I have in the show notes the ebook I wrote about awakening the sensations to reclaim a fulfilling life. It is called Essence. And until next time, take care. <laughs>